Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, we are talking about why mistakes don't matter. And a lot of people out there are like, you know, don't mistakes matter? Like if you screw something up, like, isn't that horrible and awful? I mean, sometimes, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, how often does a game come out with bugs? right? Like there's, there's a mistake in there somewhere. And yeah, we might lampoon the game a little bit, but the game will sell how the game sells. And, you know, um, you know, specifically, I wanted to talk about this because, um, you know, E3 is going on as this is coming out. And I have had a heck of a time accessing E3's like business portal, the, the behind the scenes thing. It has been like just the biggest pain in the butt trying to get it. And, you know, you have ESA and their big monolithic presence in the gaming space. And you'd expect them to be putting a bunch of money into this, making sure that their servers are top notch and their connections are firing right and, and all of the magic techno babble that I have no clue about, right? And which probably proves what I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, day one of E3, I couldn't even log in until like 4 p.m. Like I, I literally was not able to access the E3 portal until almost the entire day was over. So I had to spend the day watching it on Twitch. I couldn't like communicate with anybody, couldn't do anything. All right, day two, um, I, was, I had access finally. I'm like, cool, I'm able to start checking stuff out. And then all of a sudden I started getting authentication issues. So like I had like registered and I got an authentication email saying you're all authorized to be part of E3. I'm like, sweet. And now it's like, you're not authorized to be part of E3. And that's really strange. Day, as I'm recording this is Monday, right? Um, I haven't been able to access it at all. It says I'm not authorized to view portions of the portal, but it won't let me log in, won't let me log out. Like it's wonderful, right? So that's just one example. I, I, you know, here's another example. You, you would think with lots of money involved, with lots of people involved, with lots of like, you know, clout and reputation on the line, mistakes would mean something like substantial. Like you have to avoid every single mistake possible. But like not too, you know, I guess it was it was before the pandemic. So I went to a presentation, thousand dollars a ticket to get in. Okay. It was this room full of people. They all paid a thousand dollars a ticket to get in. And we're listening to this presenter. And he's up there, he's right on the whiteboard, and he goes, you know, I forget what my next point is. Give me just a second. And he's like, um, um, yeah, you know what? We'll just move on, figure something out. Well, maybe I'll come back to it. You would think thousand dollars a ticket, he wouldn't forget what he was gonna say. But mistakes happen, and ultimately, they don't matter. And uh, it's it's really funny working with businesses because you you have the range of people, right? You have the people who are like, yeah, bro, it doesn't really matter. Let's just put something out. And you got those people who are so uptight, you wonder how they pass gas. And like, the, there's everybody in between. Ultimately, the people who are so uptight and they're trying to avoid every single mistake they possibly can. They're delaying, 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 delaying because, you know, they don't want to put out a junk product. They're afraid. What will people say? They're the ones who get screwed in business because the people who aren't quite the, yeah, whatever, let's put whatever out. The ones like a little bit more concerned about what they're doing, then that's just a little bit more. They're the ones who make all the money because they're the ones putting stuff out. They're the ones telling people about it. They're the ones willing to make mistakes in order to have a product in the market that will sell. Everybody else is so concerned about making sure it's perfect that they're, they're you know, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the saying. I actually despise the saying, but I'm gonna say it. They make the uh, perfect the enemy of the good. 
right? They're, they're so they are so idolized making this the best and the crystal clear, wonderful thing they possibly can make it that if the slightest imperfection, they're willing to delay weeks or months. And that will kill your business. Businesses are better suited for testing through the power of the marketplace. You want to test your stuff through the market. You can sit there and run numbers all you want. You can run spreadsheets and, and projections and all of that. But ultimately, the only way to know if what you're doing is working is to put it in front of consumers who can tell you, oh, yeah, let me pull out my wallet and buy it from you. If they're not going to put a lot, pull out their wallet and buy it from you, you, you know your answer. Like, you don't have to do any other testing. It's time to go back. What didn't you like? What do we fix now? That's where you figure out what mistakes to fix. Mistakes don't really matter. They, they don't unless they do in which case you then have to fix those mistakes and the, the rest, you know, are gravy. If you fix them, cool. But it's, you have to create what's called a minimum viable product, a thing that you can put into a market that makes you money. That's it. That's like ultimately the only thing any business is trying to do. And yes, I'm in the gaming space and everybody's so concerned about how it looks and what people will say and you know, looks, you know, everybody's pretty egotistical when it comes to how pretty it is and numbers and all that. But those things don't matter. Like, it doesn't really matter. You have indie games that don't look that great, right? Do really well. And you have AAA games who do just absolutely gorgeous graphics and, you know, perfectly fine-tuned. But either the gameplay sucks or the story sucks and everybody knows it and nobody wants to buy it because of that. Like, there's, you have to have a happy medium. And the mistakes, the, the issues, the bugs... They don't necessarily matter unless they do. You fix the ones that matter and the rest you set aside after you've sold the thing, okay? Everybody expects there to be bugs. Everybody expects there to be small mistakes and typos and, and little things here and there. Um, you know, they, they say, don't sweat the little stuff. Absolutely true. You don't sweat the little stuff. Now, conversely, you in order to get good at something, you sweat the little stuff. And once you figure out all the little stuff, that's how you get good at the macro, okay? So we're not talking about being, you know, improving yourself. We're talking about putting out a minimum viable product. We're talking about making money in this capitalistic world that we live in. And so you create a product that will sell. And if it's got typos, if it's got errors, if it's got omissions, if it's, you know, I remember um, Fable, the like original Fable back on Xbox, like, I love Fable. Fable is one of my favorite games ever. I got the original, like, when it came out disc, right? And I'm not 100% certain that game was actually finished. Because after you beat um, Jack of Blades, right, in, in the Guild of Heroes, like in the basement, like, you get the Sword of Aeons, and then the game ends. And you're not able to, like, get back to the Heroes table and, like, it seems like there was other chapters that were supposed to be accessible, but you don't have the ability to get to them because the place is still on fire. Like that game wasn't finished. As far as I'm aware, it was not finished. And so they came out with the lost chapters and you were able to do like other stuff. And it blows my mind that like that game got horribly panned for not, for not meeting the hype that they were promoting it as. And for the fact that it didn't seem like it was finished, but they made a lot of money on it and they came out with a fable too which had more or less the same issues, right? Fable 3, more or less the same issues. They came out with other Fable games and they're rebooting Fable now. Fable makes a lot of money. So what does it matter? Ultimately, 
If you make a good make a good game, you make a good product, you make good content, you put it out there, and the market tells you this is what they want, fix it later. That's all I'm saying. So I'm gonna remind you all: organization is the enemy of sloth. Figure out what it really takes in order to get your product into the marketplace, and then put that out. That that nothing else. Okay, all the extras they're great for adding on later. You need to put out the minimum viable product that's going to make you money now because that money will fuel the development and the fixes later. Everybody else is so focused on like making it right, making it pretty, making it done, getting it like perfect that they're not willing to just put it out there, make some sales. And don't forget about the marketing. You, you need the marketing, okay? If you forget about the marketing, it won't sell. But that's beside the point. That's another, another discussion. Organize your life. Organize your business. Figure out what is A to Z for you. And so long as you have all of A and Z, all through A through Z, you don't need like subprime B or bullet point two, like just hit, hit what you gotta move forward and then figure it out later. So that's what I got for you all today. Don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur. <laughs>